Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Pony Podcast, part of the Overtime Hockey Podcast Network. Greg Zanin, the head coach of the Ponies, will be joining us after their season is underway. We're going to talk about his team and how things are going for them and what's up next. It's going to be a busy month for the Stillwater Ponies hockey team for sure. Before we get started, though, this is all possible by Sletten Orthodontics. We're there. You're more than just a patient, your family. And believing that there's a potential in every smile, Dr. Sletton delivers personalized orthodontic care in a fun and welcoming environment. His mission is simple. He'll treat you as he would his own family and your children as if they are his own. Call 651-439-3350 today to set up your complimentary consultation. They certainly look forward to seeing you. I also want to mention uh, they're conveniently located in the Stillwater area, just down from Caribou. They offer braces and Invisalign for adults, teens, and adolescents. They've got you all covered. So, Greg, happy Monday to you. I hope you're doing well. How are you, buddy? Oh, we're, 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 we're surviving, that's for sure. It's a good Monday. It's a nice sunny day. We finally got snow on the ground, so it finally feels like winter. Well, it feels like hockey's here, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, hockey's here, that's for sure. Well, it is. So you've played a few. You opened up with a nice win at White Bear Lake. That's a section matchup you, you would love to have, which you did. Uh, tell us a little bit about that game. How did your team jump out of the chute uh, to start the season, and uh, what did White Bear Lake bring at you? I was, you know, it was a good match. It was kind of what we figured out of those guys. It's always a battle when we play against White Bear, um, uh, you know, and they had already played, I think, three games before we had played them. So that was our first game. So I think we had a lot of, a lot of uh, nervous excitement and excitement just to actually get back at playing. So, I mean, we kind of started off, you know, just a little, a little not like ourselves, but we, we, we got into the game and it was kind of a tough game. Just there was a lot of penalties that night. I think there was a total of 14 or 13, something like that. So, uh, you know, a lot of time spent on the power play, a lot of time penalty killing, uh, which kind of takes away from everybody's mojo, you know, and it yeah. just kind of slowed everything down. And we actually only dealt, you know, playing half our bench, obviously, because guys are playing in certain situations. So that kind of was a little bit of a bummer, but uh, the boys dug in and stayed tough and were able to pull out the win, the, the 3-2 win there, uh, which was a big one for us, especially the way our conference is set up this year. Uh, it was essentially a four-point game for us since we only see White Bear the one time this year. So uh, it was a big win for, for the boys and I think a big morale booster. Just not a lot of room for error there with those four-point games, for sure. It puts a little extra meaning. But then you have another conference tilt that uh, you returned home to take on uh, Park High School. Uh, they jumped out of the shoot. You had a scoreless first period. They outshoot you 10-7 there. Uh, you know, the power plays were uh, five for uh, uh, Park and, and one for you, so I'm sure you were killing a little bit more than you wanted to there. But then you know, you guys took over in the second period, and you know you had ended up having 29 of your 36 shots registered on goal. Excuse me, in those period in that, in that period of time, picking up seven goals. So, w- what occurred there in the first period, and then what started the floodgates in the second and third? Uh, you know, I think we were just again playing in front of our home crowd for the first time. Um, it felt like in a, in a real long time. I mean, obviously to have a student section finally and stuff like that compared to last year where it was just mom and dad and, uh, you know, grandma. So it was, I think there was the excitement of having their buddies in the stands. It was our, we do a teddy bear toss um, every, we didn't do one last year, obviously because of COVID, but we've done one in, in years past and, you know, it was our teddy bear toss game. So I think guys were trying to 
be the guy who gets that first goal so the teddy bears can rain down and we were gripping our sticks a little uh, a little tighter than i think we normally would have but uh going in after the first period just wanted to you know give them the message of you know we don't want to let teams hang around and you know give them a chance and we actually got away uh kind of lucky out of the first being even since they did score but the net was off prior to the puck going into the net so the refs called it back so we got a little bit lucky there but um, I think the boys finally had a little talk in the locker room and they figured it out, you know, the way we want to play and take pucks to the net. And we started doing that and kind of, kind of took over the game. And uh, they, I mean, Park, give them credit. They hung in there all the way to the end and they battled us hard. It was a physical contest and um, we were just fortunate enough to come out on top and, you know, get some more pucks by, by their tender. By the way, Ethan Mosley was the man, for those of you wondering, who uh, sparked the teddy bear toss. He scored at 309 of the second period. And, you know, I will say, Greg, I have done one game where the home team was shut out. <laughs> so they ended up throwing them all at the end of the game. It was pretty classic. So uh, I, I I think I've had one of those when I was playing pro that uh, we had a, had a 0-0 <laughs> tie. And everybody's like, what do we do now? And uh, we went, it went into a shootout even, and so they just tossed them all on the rink after the shootout, so it was still kind of fun. But we had something that we started when I got here, and it's just being able to take those teddy bears down to the children's hospital and uh, and donate them all is, is just something that we like to do, and uh, we'll keep that going now from, from, from now on. So how does, that, go forward. how does that work with you guys as far as taking them down? Do you go as a group? Do you take them? Uh, what happens there? Uh, a couple years ago uh, – my wife actually took him down with our with my kids and it was just because of our schedule being so hectic mm-hmm. i'd like to try to get guys you know at least our captains being able to drive them down there and, and we'll take them down and there's not a whole lot of you know you kind of just go in and drop them off and you, you get the thank you from the staff you don't get to go and interact with the kids and actually give them to the kids so it'll be kind of up in the air how we do that but uh children's hospital was great they sent us a nice thank you a note and a card a couple years ago you know thanking us for the donation and um i think the guys get a kick out of it it's kind of fun watching those teddy bears especially when you are the guy that scores the goal as they come ripping down on you so it it was a good little (laughs) event that we like to do it's almost as good as a hat trick maybe better because of what it means for sure so exactly uh, then saturday you headed over to blaine and the bengals they're an interesting team you know i i think they they're a little bit under the radar uh out of the northwest suburban uh, but but they're they're a good hockey team. They scored three in the first, which w- would hold up the regulation, and then had an overtime winner for uh, the three to two win. Looked like a very spirited, tough contest uh, going both ways there. It was yes, they're uh, definitely uh, a, a good team. I mean, I think they whether they're under the radar or not at this point, I don't think they are. I mean, I think everybody knows that traditionally they're a good strong team and they have uh they have a really good team this year um it was a real back and forth game i mean they definitely dominated the first period and um i don't know if our guys we we've had a little bit of a the flu running through our team uh this week so i don't know if it was a little bit some guys not feeling their greatest but we didn't come out very very good in the first period uh we hung around and were able to you know to manage but uh, we gave up a power play goal late in the first I think there was only like 20 seconds left which kind of was like oh you know is that the backbreaker and you know we got into the locker room and just had a little talk about you know playing our d zone and offensive zone rushes and stuff like that trying to get in there and attack and we were able to kind of turn things around get one in the second and then we hung in there and you know the message going into the third was more hey we don't have to get this goal 
in the first five minutes. You know, we have 17 minutes to tie this game up and then take it into overtime. And the guys dug in and we were able to get it in OT. And we had our chances early in OT and just couldn't finish. And they go down and get an opportunity. And Puck was kind of just sitting behind uh, Tommy Anderson. And he didn't know where it was. And they just happened to poke it in and, and into the net. But definitely a, a good battle and uh, a good test for our guys Um especially after, you know, just having to play conference games last year, getting out there and being able to play some some really good opponents uh, this year, I think is going to help us along the way. Well, and, you, you know, you look at your schedule, and you had a comment off the air, and I'm going to let you share it with all of our listeners. I think it's fantastic. <laughs> uh, but I think it looks like you play 11 of your first 12 games on the road. Your first one was with Park the other night. Uh, but then, you know, now you head out to Woodbury, Eastridge, Matamidi. Oh, by the way, the Matamidi game we're doing as our uh, – uh, uh, Hockey Night in Minnesota presented by Tradition Company's Game of the Week uh, with Carol Evan. So we're excited about featuring the two of you in that one. Then you have the St. Michael Albertville, and then it's the Tradition in the Park. I'll see you for three straight games there. Um, and then uh, it's uh, up to Cloquet and Duluth East. So uh, Road Warriors for sure. Uh, do you think it matters at the high school level? Do you think it's good to be away and the guys can really focus on the game? What are your thoughts there on that schedule? I mean, like I said to you off the air, you know, you, you don't get to win the state tournament in your own barn. So, you know, having to go on the road, I mean, sections were on the road and all these places that are on the road, you might as well get used to playing on the road. And I think it does, you know, transpire into, you know, getting off the bus and getting yourself prepared and unloading the stuff and, you know, getting ready for games versus, you know, being at home, you get to go home from school and go right, you know, go home, take a quick nap, come to the rink and, you have that familiarity being on the road, you know, you're on the bus and you're getting to these rinks and every rink is different. So where are we going to be? Where are we going to warm up? There's all these things to think about. So, you know, I think in the end playing on the road, it's just something that you got to get used to doing. And uh, this year, fortunate or unfortunately, we, we play 18 of our 25 on the road just due to scheduling that we had to take on. And um, you know, we're it's in the end, I honestly think it's going to make us better and stronger um, you know, you know, wherever we end up, we end up, but uh, I think it's going to be a test for our boys to, to be mentally prepared playing in a lot of these places that we're playing. in. I mean, we got a, we got a hard schedule. We got to go play uh, Maple Grove. We got to go down to Holy family out to St. Thomas up to Cloquet and Duluth East. We got Hill and Aldridge arena and, um, you know, and there's other, other games that we got as well. That's, you know, it's going to be a huge test for our boys and in how we come and, and prepare and, and play those games. And logging time on the bus for sure, which, which there, there's other things that can be said too, other than just, just riding and doing that, but also being together as a group and, uh, working on that. And it's interesting, you know, you come from the pros, which I think it's fair to say is really a highly structured regimen on a game day for, what you do right i mean it's just tick 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 there's almost you know how you follow through on things how much of that have you brought to the high school level and how important do you think that is as far as having um a structure in place on game day whether it's home or away uh i think the structure is huge um you know and it's not that we're down they have the freedom they know when to warm up i mean they're they've done a real good job as players to be on the ball and they all warm up together and they have their structure as well. But for me, it's more the actual game part structure, you know, coming into the locker room at the same time, having a talk uh, in between each period before the game, it's always, we try to hit it at the same. So they're getting into that. Okay. Coach is coming in to talk. Now it's time to go. Like, and they know the switch, the switch needs to be flipped and they got to get ready to play and, and be their best. And, 
Um, it's just more those kind of things, the in-game stuff. Uh, I still like to let them have the freedom of, you know, everybody kind of warms up differently. And, you know, especially in the pros, the guys are, you know, everybody kind of has their own routine. There's just times on when everything is like, you know, obviously when warmups are, and when, when coach is going to come in or when are we going off for the first period and stuff like that. So the free, they have the freedom to, to get themselves ready up to that point. And then we try to dial them in with the focus, um, based off of where we are and you know times of games and stuff like that and which i think is different for them as well you know you got your one and three games and you got your five and so trying to get them dialed into those times so we try to keep game day as as uh, similar as possible so they can feel comfortable like it's it's just the switch goes on it's time to play you have woodbury coming up on thursday the 16th here of december uh, at the Health Sports Center. And, you know, West Boland's teams are always very uh, disciplined and well-coached. And uh, we've seen him uh, with the teams that he's pushed through, through to the state tournament. Is there something that you've, you've typically uh, garnered from those games where you say, okay, here's the thing we have to be doing, uh, or do you just focus on, hey, you know what, we play our game, we'll let them do theirs and just assume ours is better? We, yeah, I'm just, we're, you know, we'll obviously – dig in and try to watch uh, some some game film on West and and their team and try to find some of their tendencies but it's more you know how are we going to play like we can't go in there just being like oh we're going to play Woodbury you know Woodbury comes out I mean they beat us last year uh, two to nothing um, and they just played us hard they played physical and, and, and it's kind of a game style that we like to play and every time we play the, against those guys I mean it's a conference game we're going to see them twice they're going to want to get that first one on us and um, we know they're going to come out and play hard uh, so we got to be ready for that push and and come back with a push of ours I always like to tell my guys hey let's not wait around to see how this game is going to turn out let's yeah. be the ones that are the ones deciding how this game is going to be played and um, you know, does it always work? No, you know, no, sometimes they come out flat and, um, in the end they're teenage kids and trying to get, you know, the feel for things, but, um, trying to get, establish the game that we want to play is how we, we take every game into, into effect. And that's what we'll be trying to look to do on Thursday and, you know, establish our game quickly and have the game played at a pace that, uh, you know, is, is high. Um, and they're going to have to play with us. Is there anything your kids are doing right now? Uh, early stages of the year, three games in, where you're saying, wow, I, th- w- we're moving along really nicely here. Is there any part of the game that you're pleased with in that regard? I mean, I think the the physicality that our team plays with and the speed we can play with has, has impressed me. Um, I, I've known that we've always had it, but the way we're doing it right now is, is very impressive. I mean, just games that we've gone, we've, we get up and down the ice quickly, we haven't spent a whole lot of time in our D zone, but um, that aspect of the game and getting in on the four check and making sure, you know, people, players know that we're coming and, you know, not that we're trying to run guys, you know, into the third row every day, but yeah. you know, when we travel down the ice, we're looking to make body contact and, you know, keep yourself in between the player and the net. And it's just good habits that way. And guys have bought into that, um, which is, is really impressive at, at this point of year at this point of the year and keeping that mentality is going to be, is the new challenge. I think being able to play at that high level for, you know, another 22 games is, is going to be, is going to be the challenge. I always ask this question to coaches early on in the year because some just don't even look at it or care uh, at this stage, 
But where do you fit with special teams? I know we kind of mentioned it earlier that there were a lot in that park game. Uh, do, do you put a lot of emphasis on that now, or do you come around the bend after January 1 and get to it? What's your philosophy there? Uh, we've we try to work. I mean, it's not like we work on it hours and hours on end, but we do try to touch base on um, – you know, working on our special teams, especially in zone. Um, and at an early time, usually day before a game, we'll work on it for 10 or 15 minutes just to keep it fresh in our mind. Um, we're, we were kind of in my mind struggling right now, especially on the power play, uh, just getting the puck, moving it and, and, and kind of knowing where we're at. But with the players that we have, I can see that turning around. I mean, it's not like anything every as long as we're learning and improving day day in and day out uh you know it's a long season and trying to get to that end playing at the very best and having all your systems and everything working at the best at the at the very end of the season is is what we kind of push for so it we just look at it as, as a process and we'll eventually get there i mean we don't we're trying to do the same things and not try to change things every game so guys can get comfortable doing what we're wanting them to do and and it's coming i mean we've had a lot of power plays and we have it i did two power play goals in the white bear game uh and we had uh, we had one right at the end of a power play so it wasn't a power play goal last game so we only have two power play goals in the season out of three games which in my mind isn't great especially with all the opportunities but we didn't have we only had one opportunity in the park game so but we had nine opportunities in the white bear game that is a lot um, so only get, and we got two goals, which was great, but nine opportunities. We had a couple five-on-threes that we didn't score on. So, you know, trying to get the guys dialed in to where, you know, teams, especially I think in high school hockey, if you can win that special teams battle night in and night out, it puts you at such a better advantage of winning the game in the end. So putting the emphasis on that is – it's not at our top priority, but definitely a priority that we look at to work on at least, you know, once or twice a week, uh, definitely day before games. So everything's fresh with the players. Uh, it sounds like good stuff. And uh, I'll be on hand next uh, Tuesday. I'm very much looking Perfect. forward to that game. It's almost like a home game. So we can kind of say that all, <laughs> you know, because you're, you're playing at the same rink. So uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, we'll be connecting back with you probably uh, sometime next week for another podcast. And uh, once again, we'd like to mention our sponsors for this at Sletton Orthodontics. Uh, be sure to check them out. They are uh, just down from Caribou. And uh, don't forget about braces and Invisalign for adults, teens, and adolescents as well. Uh, Greg, have a great practice today, and uh, good luck with your schedule coming up. Thanks a lot, Pete. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Take care. For Greg Zanin, I'm Pete Wagner. So long, everybody.